Okay, so, um, what I am going to do, we have Ghost Girl who got, um, spot, spotlighted. Yeah. Literally. Lion share yesterday. Li well, literally spotlighted at the end of the last session. And that kind of moves some time forward on that thing. And now, with the rest of the team reeling from a series of bad rolls and, uh, all that kind of stuff. Mine weren't bad. Mine no, were just average. Yours weren't bad. Um, there's an online thing that's going on right now where uh, it's right. I, I I heard that that Saul was. Yeah, Saul got punched by Super Chica and. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't plan on joining in, but you guys don't mind if I listen in. That's fine. Feel free. I mean, assuming everybody else is cool. Um, so with with that having with you having been spotlighted both figuratively and literally we will jump to jason who is as you um and bill you feel free to jump on the uh, map if you want to i have the quill compound up and we're at the quill compound and we're preparing you've gotten you've gotten brigand ensconced in his new castle which is to say part of the uh uh conversation pit couch and I mean, Brigitte has been here before, so it's sure. not like, you know. His, this... his patch of the couch, he, it, right. he, you know, uh, plus one of the Yeti furs, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, there's a little bit of sniffing around, but not much. Um, what part of the – well, never mind. I'll, we'll get to that later. So Newman is sort of helping you get this thing together here. And New, yeah, right. Summer. We'll get there. Every aspect of my life, including my fiction, is involved with me trying to remember that people have changed their names. Yes, people my, keep changing their my names. Family, so, my, my, yes. my family, my friends, my friend family, uh, my game people. Numina. Numina. I'm talking about Numina. I'm talking I'm, about... I'm getting a look. I'm getting a look on the sofa. I'm talking about Numina. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Numina, but it's interesting that it reflects my life, you know, and my life, everybody else's life. It just, it's... <laughs> Art reflects life. Life reflects art. Um, all right. So uh, you're getting the stuff together. You opt not to include Harry in these shenanigans as much as fun as it would be to see how fast he could run around um, in a circle around a generator down in the lab. Um, and basically – go ahead. What is the timing of this relative to like and what else was going on? Probably – Relative to your stuff, probably about fourteen. I more than probably about a session. Well, no. Oh. Be, I, mean, <laughs> I no longer than, than a day or two. No, 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 no. I was gonna say about fourteen hours. Like okay. your thing happened at night, um, and there was some time that took. You know, you talked to. I don't know how late it was at night that you were talking to uh, the mages, but then following half the, a mages. Half the mages, but you know, following that, then you had to link up with Power Pony, uh, talk with her, get that taken care of. Went back, went through, scanned the place, and there was, you know, there's a certain amount of time, almost lost time there, where you're trying to like get a handle on trying to scan while you're dealing with the background count of woe um, in the world. Yeah, no, I just was wanting so, a relative time. Frame. Some sometime in the night was when that happened and then Jason's thing in Florida was that day and then he flew back. Uh Okay. You know, so not not more than, you know, half a day ish. Not, not long. Yeah, not long. Okay. Not long. Um 
So, Jason, really, you just have to deal with... Where is that little bit of uploaded stuff? So, oh, that was awfully small. You, you have you have the uh, the post? I have the post. Uh, the, well, the, the link to where, where all that stuff is being talked about. When you open a portal to a non-terrestrial dimension. Right. Yes. Technology. Right. Yeah, and that was that was the other stuff was you've you've established the power supply, so you're not going to brown out this section of the city. You're not right. using Harry, so that you just need to advance your doom track. Well, um, I was I was going to try to use Ghost Girl, but you you seemed to declare that that was not something well, going to happen. She's not here. Yes, but but I I I was in her body even though I never touched it. So I, I thought that there there's a possibility that that might provide some sort of connection that I could uh, hone in. No, well, no, you can absolutely say because of the way the thing is written, uh, you can absolutely um, say I'm going to where Ghost Girl is, provided the role is high enough. Right. So you can absolutely home in on her, but she's not providing uh, the juiced. She's not, well, not juiced necessarily, because he's he's getting a lot of juice from the network. But there is a synergy of powers to which you do not have access that these two provide. Got it. When they're interacting, and that's that's the part that you're that you're missing in this scenario. Um, but on so, the upside, on the upside, you're not going to punch a hole through the universe, probably. That's that's a good thing, especially since you know it's like in my family room or. That's where I keep my stuff. Well, unless you roll a six, uh, in which case your family room may be. <laughs> forfeit the conversation pit or, may be a conversation well, let's just maybe a pit maybe truly the pit and i'm or, not saying uh, i'm not saying i don't want a, it could become my family room as in my family will be there in it yeah. but it's not going to be where it was frozen and frozen in amber but still there um yeah i mean i'm not saying i don't want a six but let's just say if there's a six this this whole session is going to take a decided turn um above and beyond what possibly go wrong <laughs> Okay, so I think that's just a freak roll for you. Yeah, it so happens I'm at minus one of my freak, so yay me. What could possibly oh. go wrong? How about all of it? Okay, well, let's see what the, the dice say. Indeed. All right, I gotta jump back here. Oh, you managed to squeak out a seven. I'm Woohoo! Almost, I'm almost disappointed. Okay. And even though Newman is there, there's really no, going to an eight is not going to change. No, no, no. So Seven. There's no point in spending a team. Yeah, there's no point. In, there's no point in spending a team. Um, wouldn't wouldn't be enough. Um, all right. So you've got the thing up, and it seems stable. And because you're spending doom, and this is something I've been a little bit bad at, although tip. Typically, it kind of happens after the session when you, you you pick up a lot of your doom when you're not in session. But since we're in session and this is the doom thing, um, typically, I think the way it's worded is when you spend doom, when you advance your doom track, there's some aspect of the power use that you ask the player to sort of touch on how it's foreshadowing your doom. So what is the what what are the what are the goosebumps down the back of your neck in particular from this experience or there seems to be a prolonged period of time subjectively even though i know that it has to be very quick where i am somehow experiencing the 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 lab that i'm actually doing this which is leveled down from the family room uh-huh. I'm doing in the family room right and kind of those visions of the the, the weirdities between the membranes where i i was um briefly with ghost girl 
and the location I'm going to, and they're all sort of overlaying. I can't seem to to touch or impact any of them as if I'm kind of spread out across all of those places. Um, when you and... say when you say the weirdities, are you referring to these things or just the weirdness of the shadow realm of the shadow um, space that 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 Charlotte sort of travels through? Well, that's part of that's uh, sure we can throw in those weirdities because I mean, damn. Why not? Um, <laughs> why not? But um, I was I was really thinking of kind of the the shadow realm between worlds and okay and okay that's cool. like all right so and, so and you're having trouble keeping them keeping them yeah it's like it's, separate. it's all it's all you know it's all overlaid in my in my all my senses and I can't seem to do anything to either filter it out zero in on one thing or another or you know even impact any of the things that i'm seeing for this this really kind of freaky timeless moment right and in in processing this we've talked about this at least the way things are working right now in processing this year your bots tend to function as sort of a, a buffer overflow for this thing and a lot of, recently you've been that's been personifying as little alicia so with that um she's you're actually seeing oh you're actually seeing her sort of racing around the room like doing stuff um flipping switches but they're not on panels that are actually there like they're panels that are showing up but they're not ones that are actually in the room or doing anything but they seem to be sort of processing your stuff but as she's running around she's little alicia she's regular alicia she's alicia circa antarctica she's charlotte uh She's. You were saying it was the place where you're going to, and this lab, and the shadow realm, and what was the other thing? Um. That was sort of well. Layered you, in you, would, you would ask. You would ask the question about whether the shadow realm included the the the, the goofy, awful, um, fungoid thing. Oh right, 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 right. Um, sure. She she's not that, but she's dealing with that. And as she she right as you kind of as it all kind of comes like the the portal really kind of fully activates. Before you uh, say that, yes, I'm not actually going directly to Charlotte. Okay. Um, I'd like to go. We'll say 200, you know, 200 meters due south of Charlotte. Okay. Perfect. I'm paranoid about this whole thing, and <laughs> I always see strategic possibilities. And sure, you know, if Charlotte hasn't reported in, things might not be going well for her. So kind of like suddenly showing up, you know, inside yeah. herself might not be helpful. Right. Absolutely. Um, and that's great. Um, but there, so when this thing kind of, just as it's about ready to come into thing, you you actually see little Alicia look back at you, and she's it's somewhere between a shrug and just a sort of helpless, like there's too much for me to handle kind of look on her face, and she sort of flickers and derezzes. Um, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and you almost feel you like little Alicia, and you feel like a little bit of a nausea wash. Somewhere in the back of your head, like like a the kind of nausea that you get from like your inner ear being off balance, uh huh. Um, as that as she sort of flickers and something goes away, something doesn't isn't properly handled in the loop at that point. You, some some, some buffers are deleted that shouldn't have been. Somewhere in there, you got a blue screen of death, but it wasn't one of the main screens, so sure it's fine. Sure, it's fine. Just reboot that sucker. And this is your main problem is that Byron built most everything. Well, this is a big problem is that Byron built most everything in here on Win 8. And it's just, that's not, there's no good there. Um, maybe XP. Anyway, so you, the portal is up. Numina's right there. Uh, looking ready. 
looking resolute, looking reassuring. I, Actually, probably reassuring more than anything. That, well, that's Numina. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to open my mouth to start to say something like, are you sure you want to go along with this and am actually surprisingly wise enough not to actually say it um so i'll, I'll just kind of he can be you know, taught you know kind of give a grim smile and and a, and a and a nod and you know do the do the jump into the time tunnel effect sort of thing nice 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 and as we see the back of the room like the, the as you jump through it as soon as you basically leave the room the 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 the, the gate holds for probably another couple of seconds maybe and then all the because yeah, of paper swirling around and all this other kind of stuff and the gate just basically collapses like just like whatever was holding it up just drops and you get that line of sort of what, what do we call it metallic goo yeah. or or stuff just in a line there on the floor in the lab um yeah. the same kind of stuff that that charlotte found in the cemetery there's more of it um because you know jason can afford to be wasteful I was gonna say I'm sloppier than Alicia, so uh, <laughs> I'm not working on a budget the way Alicia's. Working. That that's that's true. It's it's not sloppiness so much as, and you said 200 oh. meters south, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that should work. That's a reasonably good uh, uh, That's elite. not a good image. <laughs> you kind <clears> of. <throat> little bit. The air's kind of. It's actually not too bad. Um, Once you cut through the despair, air quality wise, um, Numina doesn't. There's a bit of a flicker, I think, probably in the in the projectors and stuff as she goes through the gate, but that could be attributed to a lot of different electrical uh, stuff. There were two robotic pieces with her primary robotic pieces. Like one was, am I am I remembering that right? There was like part was there was there was, there was the assassin bot. Right. Um, was that the, the floaty the, bit? That was the floaty that bit. That was the floaty bit, yes. And, um, it, and there was the the hard light hard light projector. But which, that was, which wasn't but that was some, there was something there was something else involved. God, what was that? Um thirty kilograms of uh nanobots to hold it all together. No. Um <laughs> No, there was because there was something I remember thinking was an invention that was not Well one of them was, I feel the like technology that it wasn't chins that he had right, used. The holo projector wasn't chins, but I feel like the assassin bot wasn't is that the one that was holding the 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 brain, so to speak? Yes. Okay. Well I I mean I, I you know it could it could well yes. The shell is I had to put in actual I had to take out stuff in order to fit something in that would hold right and really so i mean really i I took out the stuff that was like you know the the weapons targeting system right and things like that the the basically what's left there is essentially the shell and the anti-grav i mean is that is that accurate pretty much yeah Uh, probably some basic uh baseline what a uh almost like rom controls for the for the interface you know, so that Numina can, you know, go where she wants to go, that kind of stuff. You know, right. the, the baseline, you know, hardware that's running like ROM software. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't. This wouldn't have had any. This didn't have any untoward effect because again, you're you're bypassing the dead spot entirely, and there's probably a shift there while. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a bit of a skip while your native electrons get used to the fact that the rules may be ever so slightly different here. Uh-huh. Pi is in this area closer to eight. I don't know. I don't know. 
no. Um, but anyway, uh, so there, there you, you're not, you know, she, of, I, <laughs> Numinous says, uh, con, you did it. Congratulations are probably in order as long as it's, you know, we, as long as we're looking at this completely without any context whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, it's, it's not exactly, it's not exactly taking you to some interesting vacation spot. Except for certain values of interesting. So I think I think Charlotte had mentioned at one point in time when she was there that the air was kind of rough when she was like, or I don't know if she did or not. Did she ever tell anybody that she was solid over on the other side and the air had burned her lungs or no? I don't think so. Okay. Um, so the air's not too bad. You actually see a few patches of non-cloudy sky here. Um <laughs> I mean, this picture is as close as I could get to what I wanted, but it's not quite this bad. The roof is not the, – the top uh, dome thing there is still in the same kind of shape, but the roof line is actually relatively intact. The streets have been cleared. There seems to have been obviously some terrible stuff that happened here, but at least in the relatively immediate era, things have been cleaned up a bit. Things have been um, uh, civilized? Something normalized norm, some i wouldn't call it normalized because it's definitely not functioning as a capital city of anything at this point in time well, i mean am, am i you know am i seeing people you know you Pe know people on the streets with donkey donkey uh you know donkey pulled chassis of old cars you know getting from place to place uh there is actually there there is uh some of that and there is a mix there with um functional stuff some of it really quite modern or even futuristic looking and and also stuff that is obviously a bit far more primitive there are, i mean this is these are city streets but there are definitely people camping you know or in rude shelters and stuff nothing too close to this particular structure and the street the front steps here have definitely been um cleared up um the building that sort of thing and there are some folks up there that seem to be more official more uh guard-like certainly strikes you as, and they're using perfectly normally functional modern firearms. Um, well, carrying, I shouldn't say using. Uh, right. So, and folks have noticed you, and some of them are like tapping each other on the shoulder. The guys up on the steps have sort of come to alert. Right. What do you do? Um, so clearly the, the stealth process is not um, an option here. Is, is, this, <laughs> is this building due north of me? About yes. Two hundred meters. Yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. You're you're so about just, you're because about. Because I, I'd hate to make a great entrance be entering the wrong place. You're pretty um, much right about there. Yeah. I mean, you're right right to the front. You know, unfortunately, the two hundred meters thing was uh, put you where it put you. But um, I guess it'd be a you know it'd probably be a little bit. That's not two hundred meters. Uh, it'd probably put you further out. So um, if you really wanted to. You know what, though? It was a seven, so I'm kind of just going to put you there. As far as the particulars of nobody's looking this way, I conveniently landed inside of copes of trees, that sort of thing. Probably not. You're probably pretty much in everybody's line of sight. There's a bit of excitement. There's a bit of pointing. Um, there's a bit so, of a small group of people headed your way um, from the building, that sort of thing. What do you What do you do initially? Do we run? Um, this is this no. is Numina. Do we do we run? Do we oh. Do we fight? Do we... We make an entrance. 
Well, Jason, Jason, Jason says draw, 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 drawing on on Rusty, you know, Rusty's training in how to make ballsy moves. Right. So she goes, well, I think check that box, but but. Um, uh, so oh. I'm going to start walking towards the building at a normal pace. All right. um, I'm going to go ahead and sort of armor up um, with the nanobots. <sighs> okay. Now, what? How are we like looking at a futuristic tech? Like like the new Tron movie kind of a thing, something like that, or what are we what are we looking at here? Um, yeah, I mean, it would probably, I mean, not anything anything wildly crazy, but you know, um, kind of a you know, a, something akin to sort of kind of an Iron Man type of setup. Um, you know, so right. you know, plates articulation, something that looks futuristic, but not. You know, wildly crazy with weird protuberances or sure, sure, sure. you know, chain, chain guns on the shoulders or anything like that. I didn't if I didn't know if you were thinking full like armor or or more of like a armored bodysuit kind of a kind of a well, thing. Well, it's of. it's it's all nanobots. So I mean, it's you know, it's kind of the same as far as Jason's concerned. Nanobots all the way down. All right. Um. Well, let's wait. Let, let's let's not go that far. Uh, <laughs> not yet. That's another that's another nightmare that Jason has. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, you're approaching uh, Numina. She, uh, she, I, I okay. do say, stay, stay, stay close by. I will protect you as needed. Uh, <laughs> ditto, <laughs> I guess. Let me see. Tron. What was her name? I can't remember. I have to look for the. I need her. Is that? Since I never saw the modern Tron, I there, can't Oh, you should. It'll be. It's it's quite fun. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure I should. We'll say Olivia. Cora. 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 Olivia Wilde. Oh, Cora! I've actually got one of her. Uh... That's that's Bill posting on the. Uh... Yeah, I, I I heard the beep and I thought it might be, but I'm gonna here. So, seeing what you're doing, Numina will do a little light shift thing and do. Oh, that's oh, a good idea. Yeah, sure. she'll go with something. Yeah, this this will work well enough, especially considering that previous. Um, doot. And yeah, let me get back over into roll twenty. Well, thank you, Cora. Yeah, I've actually got like the the. Was it the Infinity Disney Infinity thing back before? I ended up with a Cora figure because I just love their figures. Their figures are so cool. Um, something like that. Um, sure. Just to give you a general idea of the visual, and you know, matching black, always, always, you know, nice, uh, nice touch there. Um, should should match really well when uh, uh, Alicia binds her to her service. Um, Flows right in there, looking wise. She doesn't even have to change the uniform. Uh, so these guys walk up. Um, no weapons up or anything like that. They look. Uh, they look a little unsure of themselves. But you know, aside from that, uh, I'm sorry. Are these are these others like civilians or people who look like they know, look officials they, or they, not civilians or guards? Yes. More official troops, guards, mostly like you know typical guard guys, and they're not dressed. They're not dressed like, well, yeah, and they have something of a uniform, sort of a. Well, let me think about this. Sure, we'll go with like that um, city camo kind of a thing, but pretty obviously pretty beat up. Um, and we're just gonna save that so I have it later because I always find these pictures and then I can't find. Oh them wait, there. are they? Is it? Are they? Are they dressed like the Virtovian? No. No, okay. no, 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 no. Just yeah. yeah, they're they're much more like uh, sort of, and I might more like the kind of stuff you see the GI Joe guys in, like just fatigues, um, basic basic combat fatigues, and not like 
battle, not full battle dress uniforms, like, you know, shirt sleeves rolled up. Um, the, 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 the clothing is, seems to be as close to uniform as possible. The weapons are kind of like catch as catch can, although all of them are sporting some version of proper firearms, whatever that looks like. Most of them long weapons as opposed to like handguns, although the guy in front just is only got a handgun. Uh, Master Quill! And they all kind of pause. Yes? We were told to keep an eye out for you and we're wondering if you'd like an invitation inside for uh, a talk? A talk sounds like a fine idea. All right, if you'll just come this way now. Tries not to, tries not to glance nervously over at Numina. Right. Uh, she's doing the same thing. Uh, succeeding. So, right, we don't need that. Um, so he's walking. They don't... They don't. They don't flank you like it's a guard, like a like a like a prisoner escort. But they do sort of spread out a bit, um, just because like, they like, like they're guarding me, like they're like they're guarding sure. me from others, or they're keeping an eye on or me, or it could be frog marching me before their their king or whatever. Why don't you give me a Why don't you give me a pierce the mask? Why don't oh, you well, analyze why their Why don't you analyze their behavior and see what that you're saying like a here? Fine idea. Is that a superior thing? That is not a superior thing. Pierce the mask is mundane. Mundane. Okay, you're right. You're absolutely right. Oh, good. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> one, one's I've got. One of the things I got good at. That's funny. There we go. Eleven. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So we're looking back at Pierce the mask, and I clicked on the wrong tab. It's when you pierce someone's mask to see the person beneath, roll mundane. 10 plus, ask three. Ask three. And um, you've got your list there. Do you have it, okay, do me, you have it up? Let, it's, let me pull it up. So you want to, it's, um, look, look on the tab where your character sheet is I and am, just go down am, a bit I to am. the basic. I just moves. need yeah. to pull it up. Um, cool, cool. Um, what do you intend to do? Okay. Um, I should get a piece of paper here and scribble this stuff down myself. Uh, yeah. House is still in post party clean mode, which means all my stuff's put away. Um, what can you do? Um, and I can answer it in piecemeal as you go, and then you have a few sure, more things to go. Um, um, so what you're seeing here are people who – this is not their normal job. <clears throat> uh, toting around weapons and doing that sort of thing is, is their normal job. Uh, impromptu greeter uh, plus honor guard, not their normal job. So there's a, quite a few sort of surreptitious glances between them going, I don't I mean, how should I just stand kind of out here? Do I, I mean, am I carrying my weapon at port arms or am I just lugging it like normal or they're kind there's a lot of glancing about so, like, so, so they're, they're kind of in an honor guard kind of setup. Um, yes. They're definitely doing that. Um, you get the sense that they'd be a lot more comfortable if this were a prisoner escort. Right. Um, and they're not, uh, and they're not, wishing it were they're just wishing this were more comfortable they're they're not uh so what do you intend to do what they intend to do is is follow their instructions and hopefully get to the point where they don't have to do anything that's get out of this stuff that they don't know how to do and back to stuff that they do know how to do um they seem like a pretty grim group uh just they've taken stoic to a whole extra level Uh, they've 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 been been ridden hard yes they've got they've had a a rough go of it. Um, and there's some people watching, partly out of just curiosity and never having seen 
you would assume there are people having done this sort of thing. Um, there's some farming going on. Some of the places, if you could see around the other side of the building, and we'll just give you a shot of that from the comic out, out book. On the mall. Yeah, the the mall has been like completely converted into like farming. Um, nice. You know, so there's you, you can't see it, but the but the comic book reader can because they get the right. overshot, um, and that kind of stuff. So, given that, what else have you got for me? Um, and you could talk, um, you could, I mean, obviously while you're walking, it's, you know, it's a couple hundred yards. That's eighth of a mile. You've got some time to at least ask some questions or talk to the, your, so who, instru- so who instructed you to keep an eye out for me? Uh, your friend and your father. I hope I'm not being forward and giving too much away, but no, no, that's fine. Just, just, you know, verifying my own information. Right. This right. Was, of course. And this was this was a recent uh, alert to keep an eye out for me. Yes, yes. Uh, the this morning. Well, technically, you, the, this it was still dark, but I suppose it was morning. So from that, well, you can. My, my 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 father has his purposes as always. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> What's the guy gonna say? Well, uh, he and he's not being pretty. Actually, his response there. So what you would ask? What do you intend to do? Yeah. Um, um, his um, response there is very emphatic, very heartfelt. Um, I, I'm not, not even, I'm trying to think of the word fanatic has the wrong connotation, but not, it's not off by much in terms of the tone that you're, you're seeing there or hearing or, or something like that. And there's even a few murmurs from people closer in earshot as they're walking along and stuff like that. Um, so, any follow-up question? Um, yes, I'm trying to think of how to how to phrase it. Um, well, you can ask whatever, and we can kind of figure well, out. Well, I, I want I want to ask you know I want to ask a follow-up question about the friend to try to glean something further along the lines of. Um, well, that can just be conversation. That doesn't have to be Pierce the Mass stuff. That could just be more okay. information. Um, how? Let's see. So, as far as the Pierce the Mass questions. Um, what would he like? What would he like me to do, or what would they like me to do? There is a lot of glancing, and again, we get these little sidelong glances and stuff, and they're they're kind of taking in your appearance currently as it is, and also numinous. And this lighting is weird enough and sort of washed out enough that there any weird like visual artifacts that might immediately give her away um, might not be immediately immediately uh noticeable depends on how distracted they are really um you you can look and say okay well she's not she's not quite touching i really have to work on that right shoulder yeah she's she's really not quite touching the ground exactly and when she is there's a bit of clipping but nobody really looks at the bottom of a person's foot so yeah and she probably has a really good idea with the idea of like having her light shell like basically let the other thing rest inside of it and she'll just carry it. Cause then she would actually just sit on the ground. Um, she, you know, but you know, there's hacks and all kinds of things to do there. Um, but they're, they're looking given the way they talked when they, when you mentioned your father and given the way that they're looking at you, it's almost as though they're waiting for you to, you know, something incredible, I suppose, you know, you know what I mean? The, they're, they're waiting. They're waiting for me to do something incredible. Well, you know that whole the whole thing from the Incredibles, like, what are you waiting for, kid? 
Yeah. And some some oh, something amazing, okay. I suppose. But they're they're kind of looking to this, you know, suddenly arrived shiny looking son of mighty leader and and just wondering God, I'm I'm, I'm Kim Jong Kim Jong il. Um <laughs> But there, anyway, there is a, ahead. there is a bit of that. There's that, there's this almost like, not immediately. It's not like they, it's like before you go in, like, um, waiting for, it's not all the hobbits following Gandalf in and waiting for fireworks to erupt out of the back of the wagon. But there's definitely that sense of expectation of if, 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 if the quill does this, then what will the sun do? Kind of, you're getting that vibe. So, okay. That is definitely the, the answer there is to be as amazing as your dad. Man, clearly I, 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 I missed a bet by not kind of setting up some sort of subvocal link to uh, to Numna because I'd love to be chatting with her about this, most of which would be like, oh, my God. Um, okay. I'm, I I'm mean – you know, I've, I've, watched, I've watched my rents like, you know, uh, cow the uh, – you know, cow the pygmies and, and, and rainforest people. Oh, my God. Um, know, I... in, in, in bad ways. So in, in politically inappropriate ways. So I can probably figure out – Sure. Something along those lines as need be. And that might be, you know, I, I think that's probably true. And I also think, uh, I mean, you know, all you have to do is just do a quick little, uh, 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 bio, uh, sorry. Um, nanobot bracelet, something for Newman to wear. She can just internalize it in her body, create a little psychic link through the bots from you to her. Oh. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure that'd be fine. There wouldn't be any possible downsides there. I was kidding. No, I, I, I hear you. <laughs> You, you always had me going from a thing. This is a really good idea. Well, no, and Jason probably goes exactly that far down the rabbit hole before he's like mentally going, "Stop that! Stop that! Stop even considering that." Um, um, okay, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm something. gonna plan on some sort of interesting display when we get to the get to the front doors. Okay. Um, All right. But, um, well, and there is, I don't know, is there a warring instinct there? Because you know what they want. Do you give that to them? Or are, do you do you play against type? Um, you're kind of, to a certain extent, already doing it by just looking so crazy yeah, and outlandish. Given the, you know, it's actually the more I think about it, the closer to that kind of situation um, it sort of seems to me. Um, not not in terms of you know, kind of very unpc primitive people, but folks who ha- folks who are looking for something who could be a tremendous threat if they thought that I wasn't what they were looking for. Um, right. So i um, doing something, actually, you know what, um, this, since I, I've got a third question, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with, for, for the, I mean, does he have a rank insignia? The guy who's come out to greet us? Yeah. He's got probably like a, he wouldn't be really high ranking if he was like, Sort of like on watch Luke's. duty, like a, I would say, Lieutenant like or... a cap. I would say like a captain's bars kind of a thing. But again, it's like cloth captain's bars. He's not wearing any actual pin. He's wearing like sleeve bars. Oh sure, I mean the the, the real the real pins have been melted down and used for you know um, you know heart to- lung machines or something. Torture torture device. Yeah, heart lung or machines. Or torture devices. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really, actually, if the so... technology is more advanced enough, you can use them for both. It's great. Um, <laughs> so. Um... <laughs> Oh, oh, the possibilities. Okay, so I'm going to go with I, I would, I would like to know how I could, what sort of show would best help to gain influence over him? How could I, oh, how can I get influence over you? Okay, oh, put me on the spot. 
So, I mean, I, I, you know, there's a lot of things that I could do. And I was thinking about anything from using the bots to sort of amplify my voice to say something to the people that are watching to, like, actually kind of growing up taller and, you know, saying something to the people that I've got to still figure out to not say something that's going to get me in trouble. Right. Um, but if there's something in particular that would be, oh, my God, the, the, you know, the, the younger Quill is, is clearly the, uh, you know, the wave of the future. Um, I'm going to watch out for him. It's not something to um, do. It's something to say. Because if your dad's here, Rusty's probably here. And if Rusty's here, he's trained these guys. And if he's trained these guys, they have certain expectations and certain ways of sort of evaluating threat levels and people that they need to worry about and that sort of thing. So as you the, – the, I'll let you word it however. Um, coming up to the front of the thing – of the of the building right up the steps you, you to pa, to let him know that you are unarmed and brought no weapons so that there's you know just just as a, the assumption that you would be checked and so on and so forth but to assert that in this situation knowing clearly because you're a quill what you were getting into you brought no weapons immediately puts you on this par of because why would i bother why would I need to in this situation? Right. Um, either because I'm this far past any threats you could bring or because I am so well within it. But that's how you get influence over the guy because when you're talking about Rusty's assessment of things, you've got monkey with a sharp stick, monkey with a golden hat, you know, somewhere in there are guys with, with rifles and stuff. And then you have the person who shows up and just walks in and sits down and expects everyone to be nice to him. Because even though he's just wearing robes, if they're not nice to him, he knows. Right. And that's where you're and that, and putting that's, yourself. And that's kind of the game I've been playing already. So that's right. That's what I do. So. But simply to just calmly inform you, so I don't have any weapons to declare. We didn't arm our we didn't come armed we, yes, to this we, we, we have no we have no weapons to declare and he looks for a moment surprised at first first a bit of suspicion then a well no first surprise then a bit of suspicion and then it's like he he comes to his senses and goes of course of course he didn't of course that's who i'm standing next to that's the level that this person operates at so meanwhile jason's jason's thinking to himself you know, I've been out of this game for way too long. I should have brought lots of weapons. Yeah. <laughs> you halfway through the Rusty. sentence of I'm not I, I didn't bring any weapons, you turned it into a statement of confidence. And halfway through you were it started out as like like I forgot to bring money to split the tip, guys. I'm so sorry. That's how the sentence started. Was right. apologizing, and then you turned in, you know, it's, of course I don't bring money with me anymore. I mean, folding paper? People, other people touch that. You know, that kind of a, that sort of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, you get that, and he's like, you know, uh, one of them actually opens up their mouth to say, it's like, we should still, and the guy just looks at him. Uh, all right, well, please, uh, after you, and I'll, well, I suppose that would, that's, you don't know where you're, uh, after me, follow I, me, please. I, I just, yeah, I gesture, I gesture onward. So he takes the, the a, a good portion to, to, to you the to you the honor. Yeah, um, a good portion of the interior of the building, at least in the central sections, have been has been rebuilt, and he takes you to one of the wings. Um, uh, and inside, it's actually in, in quite good shape, and from from the 
various places we can see the windows through to the other side of the building. You can see that out there through the plaza, not plaza. I'm terrible. I'm a bad American. The mall. Um, it actually looks quite nice, honestly. Um, there's a sense of freshness. There's a sense of a sense of potential and possibility. Looking out there, your mind starts to think about. You start to, you know, you you can't help but think about possibilities there, ways things could be improved or added, or you know, I wonder how many people they've got here, how many people have they brought in already, what's the situation elsewhere, is is this the best place off, um, or is it, you know, is this a is this a shining beacon of light in an otherwise dark landscape, um, that sort of thing. But looking out there, it's it's easily the most hopeful thing you've seen since you got here. Um, but you can't get around the fact that the light outside is still wrong. It's just, it's just not the right light. Your, your, your body, your little monkey brain knows exactly what the right light looks like outside. And that's not it. And it's never going, you get weird light during a sunset or a sunrise where the light sort of echoes back and forth between the ground and the cloud cover. And you get weird, like weird sunset lighting and stuff. And that's a momentary thing. This is light that's never going to be right. And there's a part of your monkey brain that just wants to crawl in a, like away from where you see that because it's just wrong. Um, but here in this spot, looking out that way, somehow it's it feels like, yeah, it's wrong, but it's going to be OK. What? It's, there's a hole in the despair. There's a hole. There's a hole in the despair bucket, dear Liza. So, yes. Um, and. Hmm. I don't know where I don't I don't know the layout of this particular building well enough to say where exactly you are, but they bring you to a large office suite of offices really, and the one that you're that you're in has like a nice um, uh, uh, bank of uh, windows or do, you know French door kind of things that would open out into like a backyard that was probably a lawn at one point in time and now is again given over to gardening and and that sort of thing our agriculture. Um, you don't get all the way there because uh, coming down the hallway is your dad um, and Rusty, not two steps behind him. Um, yeah, but is Haji there? Amir? Amir is not there, no. Amir is not there. That probably just as well. Uh, and they, they, they come in a <laughs> – Kaylee just walked into the room, squinted at me, and made a head explosion like – <laughs> motion uh and and they come in a and they and one of you actually one of them murmurs to the other one and maybe it's the bots or maybe it's just you're good at reading lips or maybe you just know what rusty would say but you swear to god he leaned nearer to your dad and said dear god what is he wearing <laughs> um uh and they stop and they they stop uh, probably about 10 feet away from you uh, and they look for all the world as though they'd like to get closer, but they stop and they, they, they pause there. And the other guy kind of, uh, the, your, your guard there, whose name is Thomas. We're just going to say Thomas, Captain Thomas, Captain Thomas. Sure. Captain Thomas, uh, salutes and, and, uh, and your father sort of gives a little perfunctory thing in return. And, uh, uh, Rusty gives a proper one. Uh, he, uh, thank you, Captain. You may go. Uh, that kind of thing. And then he's—they—they they just—you guys just kind of stare at each other for 
10, 15 seconds. Uh, uh, hey, Dad. What's new? Uh, I honestly, even when she said you were coming. You were coming. Oh, God. Kaylee, honestly, I, even when she said you were coming, I, I didn't really believe it. I, what's new? Uh, you look well, so. How, how does he, how does he look? He looks. Except for the whole doom thing, you know. He, he looks, he looks, uh, worn around the eyes, I guess. You know, take him from two years ago and add a good six to seven years onto that in terms of just wear and tear obviously he's not i mean he's not six or seven years older say that again he looks like obama leaving office yeah yeah there you go take yeah take take uh 2008 obama and 2016 obama and say that's your dad over the course of about two years you you look like hell dad (laughs) uh well it's been a it's been bit of a a bit of an uphill uh, a bit of an uphill hike uh but we're doing we're doing pretty well uh I have to, and he's kind of like backing down the hall, like he's trying to make room for you. Um, we we've got some space in here. We can talk if you want to. In your friend, and he kind of squints at her because it's a dim enough. There aren't a lot of electric lights in here, and it's dim enough that Numina is a bit numinous, um, uh-huh. more than a touch. Your friend? Yes, Mr. Yeah. Quill. It's uh, Doctor Quill. I'm sorry. It, it was. It's a real honor to meet you finally after everything that I've heard and studied and read. And she's so lying right now, <laughs> but she's being very polite. Well, I, I, I see. And he's. You can actually see him trying to identify, like his. Who, wh- who's who's technology? Who's whose software is this? This isn't mine. Uh-huh. This isn't my AI. That's it. That's not the. That's not the track that would. You know, any of this would have taken. Um, ironically, he looks better than the AI. He looks better than the AI Byron Quill. Um, in in some senses, because he's still f- like like pretty field ready. Um, and you've got sort wow. of you've got sort of lab assistant Doctor Quill, um, back home. <laughs> flabby lobby. Flabby lobby. Yeah. So okay. So he actually backs down the hallway. He and Rusty do. They they make room for you and then when the double doors on the left and they kind of gesture you through and just please just uh come uh, it's there's a lot to explain and i apologize that i uh just it's really come on in please can you tell me where my friends are uh well you're where my friend is your 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 charming uh uh miss palmer is right is right there um, so Charlotte, you're in a big office, a very nice office in some ways, very reminiscent of the kind of, uh, manly studies you would expect from your original, uh, era, original era. Um, in, in some ways, at least with some of the decorations, art books, um, what are you knowing that he came and and wanting to give them a little bit of private time to meet? What were you doing in here to, Occupy yourself. Are you at the window? Are you at the bookshelves? Are you? I would be at the the bookshelves. Okay. Um, or so, away from the hallway. Yeah. What you know about the situation so far is that um, you haven't seen Alicia since the plane came back down. Uh, you are your 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 hosts 
uh, are very circumspect about not getting very close to you. Um, and you don't think it's an aversion to you personally, but it seems that they're there. They don't want to get it's you in general or whatever you represent kind of thing, but they just wanted to, it, and it, saying, I'm sure Jason will be along presently just seems to fill them with a kind of weird anticipation, joy, fear, worry, mostly worry okay. um, kind of thing. And they've made you as much at home as possible. And they've, uh, uh, well, What's Jason, their idea of making her at home? Well, Jay, is anything that they can bring you, and if nothing else, just you know, books to read. They ask uh, as much, and I, I guess this is really the question for you: How forthcoming would you have been about, say, the last, as much as you're able, the last two years of Jason's life? Like, what's been going on? Um, do, are, do you just filling filling his head with all the great tales of heroic daring do, or is it? I should really wait until Jason gets here to let you let him catch you up, or uh, you know. Is this in discussion with with Byron and Rusty? Yeah, but with Byron and Rusty, like, um, how how did you you know? It'll start with how did you come to meet my son? Uh, the circumstances must have been remarkable, and we'll go down whatever rabbit hole you care to take well, them down. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that Jason's story is Jason's story. Um talk about the stupid barrier to Vitruvio. You know, ah, where's okay. Iceland? Yeah, I'll be sure. happy to talk about, about the about stuff that broad... you know pertains to them anyway. Uh, yeah. Um and they're I mean any, anything that, that feels like it'd be personal for Jason, no. Okay. Right, absolutely I mean right. I may describe I don't know, should I I might depends what they ask. I may or may not describe Describe what? You broke up there. The rest of the team. Okay. Right. Okay. So they're very they seem very familiar almost groaningly so with the idea of Virotovia. um damn the luck damn the luck i was hoping that place would be destroyed or rendered non-stable or something and it seems to be partly non-stable so that's uh we didn't really interact with them directly uh only their agents and and when you you know they're talking about the hidden family thing and that leads down a bit of a rabbit hole with Hannibal Electric and <laughs> so bless you a question do you get into the fact that your family although you weren't really part of it your family was linked to that whole hidden family apparently at some point and that's how you came to know about them was researching your family i don't know that i need to go into that okay uh, what about... Since I didn't have anything to do with it, I mean, right. I, I, I can, you know, talk about the fight in the the graveyard and. What about uh, Hannibal Electric, since he was tied to that whole through one of the other families, the the Le- uh, lectern, 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 Thomas Lecton. Yeah, but was he doing magic? He was uh, projecting energy and doing stuff, and it could easily have had a magic component there. Um, he was. He's a descendant, and it was also how you guys met, and that seems less and less likely to be a coincidence, especially since Aegis is still caging his house. Yeah. Well, and and just sort of the comments that um, what's his name made about you know coming to our country and right is because everyone had slaves, you know. Yeah. As if. Right. So clearly, uh, uh, the Magus had some knowledge of of their origin and and what was going on what was going on with them does the mages come up because they're they're well, deathly curious about how you got over here and they're a little bit insistent about that because 
there's potentially some serious consequences with how one breaches the the dimensional barrier the dimensional membranes and um <laughs> i want so badly for this to lapse into sort of a weird echo of one of the sex education tapes that the kids saw at the high school <laughs> iron quill uh unwise penetration can lead to long-term destruction of your entire world <laughs> Jason would certainly be having flashbacks to if you were in there. Um, so, well, you know, yes, I, Dad. So I have been taught. You, you, because that actually happened after the. That happened a couple. Was it a couple months? Yeah, it was a couple months after. I would say five or six months after the whole Byron Quill thing. I mean, the Magus is well known enough that Byron would have known of him at least. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I do bring it up with the. You know the fight in the graveyard and sort of my oh. my origin there thereof. Huh. And, you, and if they're talking about the barriers, I can say you know well yes I've noticed that you know the you know, the the dead zone is impacted by a dead zone. That is an here. interesting way. Your perceptions of that must be very different than than ours. We don't see it. We see it as actual. Uh, well, I suppose a dead zone would be a perfectly it's almost as though it were i mean in a dimensional sense necrotic flesh and he's like sort of off on his own like talking to himself <laughs> so, I'm, I'm kind of doing that i i'm very good at the the polite smiling and and looking interested right is, 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 is she seeing like you know jason when he goes off down a conversational <laughs> self yes self-referential rabbit hole of, yes uh, although he does a lot less doubting himself in the process um yeah <laughs> I just for, for better for better and worse for better or worse there's a lot less doubting himself and that's there's probably some worse in there for sure um okay oh, yeah. so uh so you're saying that this interaction with with this with Dr. Infinity and Rusty kind of like growl and the magus both instantiated your consciousness back into a vaguely speaking corporeal form as well as damaged the dimensional barriers in that nearby but not specifically where you were i don't want to say created because that seems imprecise but where you came to be again and it was it was it was this interaction and his indication seemed to be that he had done at least some of this intentionally i didn't say that oh he, you didn't say that part okay all right mm -mm. never mind never mind about well, like the original origin, not my most recent well, conversation. Well, that with him. is terribly. If that was simply some cosmic bar brawl on behalf <laughs> of those two entities, that is wildly unfortunate. That that was the offshoot of that, because the if that if you if if as you say that altercation ranged throughout the world, which I believe you, you'd mentioned, and there there had been stuff like there was. There was about a six-month span where they seemed to be having that fight. Okay. But not in any kind of order. People have like had like the Doctor Who conspiracy sites. There's there's a there's a number of conspiracy sites that are like taking all of the security footage that's ever been assembled over that fight and trying to find the actual chronological order that that stuff happened in. Right. You, you can see here on June fifteenth of two thousand, you know, fifteen. That they were fighting, and the uh, uh, you know Magus's cloak was intact. Four months prior to that, a good portion of that cloak, we watched it being burned away. 
So it couldn't have that had to have happened. You know, the the event four months previous must have happened prior to this other. You know, and that goes yeah. on and on and on and on. So whatever they were doing, they were doing out of sequence, linear. Sequence. Right, which I sort of got the impression yeah, anyway. Exactly. So that was possible. And he's and if, if this ranged throughout a period of time as well as over the world, that could mean that there are a number of these damaged locations and that's that does not bode well for everything that we were trying to prevent that's just i didn't i didn't get the impression that they created the dead zone who the 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 fight i mean that was my my i did i my impression was the dead zone was not because of the fight but because of the crypt the dead zone is centered on the crypt and yeah probably probably would have happened at roughly the same time in fact the 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 damage to that area is almost in some ways polarly reversed not exactly but in some ways is it is a reversed or opposite kind of energy from the kind of energy or strong the area where the where you and, and some other spirits became more active so yes it would appear that that was splash damage from that okay. fight. um and you saw, I mean, certainly some of the stuff that the mages... But, but that was the only place that we, we were aware of the Vertovians going. Yes, but this this is not easy to see. Um, it's, it's really not at all easy to detect these things. You were literally living 200 meters away from it and didn't know it was there until you tried to shadow slip while you were standing on it. And it wasn't until you did that that you were able to kind of go, oh, yeah, I can kind of see – I can kind of see it now. See the edges. Yeah, you can sort of see the edges now. And it was also when it – The Vertovians picked up on it because of our activity, activity. making it worse. Yeah, so you um, know, when we, – we can't locate it until the wound starts separating some more. No, that's not uh, – that's a bad example. But there's a lot more energy there. Okay. Right. So they're able to kind of – in the same way that Harry's thing – they were like, mm-hmm. And they also kind of have to be relatively nearby, which relies on the island actually kind of being somewhere nearby. Uh, Leo was being a bit of a pessimist about it when he said, you know, going through here, while I'm waiting for Charlotte to come back, I'm also going to kind of watch for Victorians because when this kind of stuff tends to happen, these guys tend to show up. And that's exactly what happened. It just took a couple hours longer than he thought. Okay. Um, it just happened, you know, it was about 12 hours later. Um and partly that delay may have been from the fact that they were tangling like three members from the Halcyon from the league um, before they could really get into get into the city. Um, so there could easily be more of these. There could, if it is splash damage, there were definitely. It seems almost impossible for there not to be more of these. And if so, there's no doubt in your mind that the Vertorians are probably looking for them, but without a better means of finding it there's it's okay they've got to be activated in the sense of like those heat packets that you put in your gloves they need to be activated to a certain exposed extent. to the air as it were yeah to, in order to, in order to be something that they yeah see i i just exploit. assume that that it because of the the association with that particular mausoleum that that's why it was there yeah yeah it and it's weird right because it it makes sense it absolutely makes sense because it's it's targeted on the everard mausoleum and it is something that according to what quill 
Some of this is stuff that's literally occurring to you now in your head while you're thinking about it, while they're talking. But mm-hmm. based on what Quill said, this is not good for the stability of the two dimensions. So it's working directly against what, say, Quill was going to in his own words, it's working directly against what Co was aiming at when he tried to stop this thing initially, which would then indicate that it's working in towards the benefit of the hidden family, Vyrtovia, and you know theoretically whoever's trying to do this whole collapse thing. Okay, so that means it's working for the group that Everard is part of, right? right. With with me so far. So mm-hmm. if that's true, why in the hell would the wizard have done it, the mages? Because he doesn't want to help these guys. He doesn't like them. But was it the mages or was it the the that actually caused the splash? Dr. Infinity? Yeah, who knows? Uh, now you have a really good question to ask the mages if you could just go back about 12 hours. Um, he re- Well, and, and then it also comes back to the, like, mm. well, how did they end up back in in the the, the graveyard? Or, or is that where it all started? And... Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. How about you give me a... <laughs> I'm going to ask for a superior role. Because this is definitely like really thinking about the puzzle of this thing and not necessarily trying to figure out somebody's motivations or stuff like that. Seven. All right. I'll take that. Assess the situation. When you assess the situation, roll superior on a 10S2, on a 7S1. What here is most vulnerable? Um... This, the the pictures the, the the questions don't quite match up but I can act or the questions don't but I've got one that I'm satisfied with okay this damage on the sepulch on the on the on the crypt he referred to as a wound he very specifically said that he did something that he thought would get him you right and he referred to you as a healer yep so it follows that whatever this other thing is, was the thing that he was working against. And then that follows that whatever happened, whatever that thing was, was Dr. Infinity. That was kind of the train of thought I was going for. Yes. So, and then... And what do I know about Dr. Infinity, though? Fuck all. Okay, that's what I I thought. (laughs) Pardon my French, but not much. Uh, The doctor, she presents as female, so I'm going to say she, although it's an android. Um, They present as female. Uh, at least in most of their Android forms, does not like Halcyon City. That's an that's an established thing. Generally speaking, does not seem to like Halcyon City because Halcyon City seems to be a point of temporal chaos. Which that's fair. And actually, in the news reports that you've read about it, where you've like, because you've did a little bit of reading, because they were both involved in your creation. Mm-hmm. Um, in any of the news articles where this is brought up, is like one of the reasons Dr. Infinity... There's actually a post like that. Ten reasons Dr. Infinity doesn't like us. From the Halcyon City Herald. Opinion article. Opinion piece. Sunday Sunday Times. Or Sunday Sunday release. And that particular point is like that where, you know, sort of this bit of temporal turmoil is is listed as like the number one reason. But it's also phrased in such a way that in the Halcyon City paper that it's actually a point of pride. Yes, nice. we are. Yeah. Hell yes, we are. Look at us. Look how awesome we are. Um, well, that's because no one likes to be compared to the masses. Well, and I said something like that to James earlier, and he was like, well, yeah, we've got like a whole family of speedsters and then other speedsters. That alone would be enough to make us unstable in time. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's lots of other now, reasons. And now you have a ghost full of, uh, you know, have a graveyard full of uh, active ghosts. And, so, uh, yeah, um, my my crudity aside. And the Quill but, Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
and you know dozens and dozens of reasons and dr infinity has on any number of occasions tried to uh destroy halcyon city um go back in time and change the events that led to its original founding um the the things that led to the the concentration of of capes in this area you know has attempted on any number of occasions to mess with halcyon city because of it's the, it's the weather you know it's the, it's the weather so and that's that's about all that i mean that's known commonly they've ta- they've tangled with the league they've tangled with transcendent on a number of occasions um and stuff like that but you know so go hat in hand to the league and see what you can find out but um see how well that goes but not today yeah and they've tangled with the mages on more than a few occasions but not this mages it's honestly, now that you think about it, kind of weird because what could he possibly – I mean aside from screwing with the family, uh, what could he possibly care enough that would lead to him going with a life and death thing? It's just not his – it's not what he does. He parties. He he orders – you know, he yeah. he he dumps $200, bottle, $200 bottles of champagne over his head to celebrate when his team scores a, like a, a goal in the FIFA World Cup, you know, because he's got 20 more behind him. Uh, anyway, uh, and you're putting a lot, I don't know how much you share as far as that goes. Well, I mean, I, obviously I've, I've talked about the, the, the two in the creation. Right. Um, and they're, they're going off, you know, they, they, they're clearly that fight and Byron's thing. He is, he is his assumption that he's going with, and it's up to you entirely, whether or not you give him another potential way of reading it is uh-huh. that this was the cosmic equivalent of sort of a drunken barroom brawl that led to thoughtless damage to the membrane possibly in multiple locations and as such you know you can you can sit there raging at the dying of the light and shaking your fist at the heavens at these guys at these idiots but you know that's as far as it goes because we're just having we're having to deal with I, we like ants are having to deal with the fact that the humans came through and stomped on our nest kind of thing. Know that it was unintentional, given that it was, of course, in Halcyon City, and we know how Kennedy feels about the city. So, I mean, I think that there's an aspect of it that can be related to that. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. my my research into the the Vertovian, what is their stupid name? You can just call them the family. The family, you know, brings them all back to. Halcyon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you raise an interesting point. I, it's certainly the the Doctor Infinity has had a number of reasons and and times. He's not listening, is he? Well, no, he's he's, he's <laughs> no, kind of right. He's got his own theory. He's, I know the type. He goes, I, I I I I see what you're saying, and and yes, Doctor Doctor Infinity certainly it, it could taken simply taken in a straightforward fashion that theory does hold up because dr infinity does have a history of uh, attacking Halcyon city seeing to eradicate it we've uh, had the opportunity of working with others to stop them in the past uh but that then puts us in a situation where the doctor where dr infinity was attempting to destroy the city and it was being protected by magus everard which seems fantastically out of character for that individual and i i can't imagine that he would raise a finger in that regard. He has the ability to pass through any number of dimensions, and we have our own. We have our. I, I've, I've encountered enough so-called magicians that can dimension pass through multiple dimensions to know that they're not worth much. And you know, but yeah, he he does have his own pet theory that it, it, or, 
you know, and he's willing to concede that at least part of yours hold wa- holds water, but he's not sure about this other half. Right. You know, and you haven't gotten into the whole I, I, grudge I, thing. And I, I'll just politely, you know, note that that Magus's own origin or own own you know, history goes back to Alcyon also. Mm. Yes. Mm. That's an excellent point. You're very, very, very but, well. Um, uh, go ahead. Very well researched, my dear. Very, very well researched. Really. So I, I do have another question, though. Mm. How did Leisha get through without damaging the barrier? And right about then, uh, the phone on the desk rings. <laughs> and uh, uh, he picks it up and says yes. And, and he sets it down again. Yes, yes, immediately. And he sets it down and says, he's here. Um, and we, we bring ourselves up to the previous, to the current state of affairs um, what is what is rusty's demeanor in all of this in with the sciencey stuff he's used to be a bit of a sounding board for this kind of thing and dave you might want to help me out a little bit with this um if he's i i i i'm willing to concede that in the original source material he might be sort of an as you know jim kind of person <laughs> yeah um, i mean he's you know he's 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 not stupid about this stuff but Honestly speaking, when it gets into kind of this the the sort of theoretical bits and bobs, um, you know, I love you. He, he, I yeah, love you despite your brain. Because he sometimes of will sit there patiently, or other times will sit there impatiently. You know, kind of like who cares whether you know Magus Everard was actually doing something in defense of Halcyon? He's a dick. So right. Um, yeah. Let's let's get back to basics here. If yeah. we had him, if we had him on hand, we would ask him a few questions, and then I would probably punch him. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, his take on it is more straightforward. <laughs> yeah, he, he he would about midway through this conversation, he would have been getting on his cell phone if they actually had cell phone cell phone service here in the CPUverse. Which they don't, but uh, for actually a number of physics reasons. Um, okay, so. Charlotte's there. What do you do? Newman um, immediately walks over and and uh, you know, so glad you're okay. You know, is already crossing the room while you're still sort of taking in what you're seeing and not seeing well, who you're seeing and who you're not seeing. Um, right. The uh, uh, well, I don't know if there's anybody else that I'm expecting to see. No, so. I guess yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I would be. Cry- I'll, I'll, I'll. I'm willing to be half a step behind Numina. Okay. Right. Um, so just to go, you know, I, I'm I'm probably stuffing out the the this situation in the room more than she is, but I'm also interested in is Charlotte okay? Yeah. Newman is giving um, you, Newman is giving her a good smile and uh, showing off the new body because I don't think Charlotte's really seen. Nope, that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's like I think we're cousins now. Because <laughs> uh, she kind of makes her hand kind of fade in and out a little bit, um, which is interesting. Um, and everything. So introductions made. The the two older gentlemen stay a bit back. Let that happen. Um, so Charlotte, you didn't come back. We were concerned. Why didn't I come back? Well, there was that whole thing with the spotlight and the plane showing up. And uh, uh, so yeah, that's an interesting question. All right, so this will be the flashback in which she explains what happened, unless you don't explain it in front of everybody else. Although, uh, uh. Both Byron and Rusty were there, so uh, they're, they're not going to find out anything they didn't know. 
but the the flashback is basically that uh the spotlight dropped down and you were kind of, you were obviously out of sight but um Alicia's response was very unusual um there's there's she kind of like is still looking down when the light comes down and you see her kind of smirk to herself like I, know, I was half expecting this and just stand up and raise her hands above her head and just wait. Um, Are you there? Did you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. So she just kind of like stands up and just raises her hands above her head and just waits. Um, and the plane lands, it's the dragonfly, except it does the VTOL thing. And it's also, you notice quite heavily armed and armored. It's not the slim little needle. It's, that... it's 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 not not what I saw in the picture in uh, Jason's house. No, no, it is bristling. Is really the best word you can think of for it. Um, which is a bit of a. I mean, honestly, with the people that you hang out with, a bit of a shock. I mean, Leo doesn't. You know, he doesn't arm his stuff. Jason doesn't arm his stuff. It's just, uh, it's interesting to see. Well, um, g- given the look of the sepia verse, though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Exactly. And. Uh, if you'll allow me this, because it simplifies my life tremendously as they're coming up and they're, they're keeping guns trained on Alicia and there's some exchange going on and, and, uh, uh, the lights and the engines are still kind of loud. Um, you on a bit of a, well, you know, they honestly can't hurt me, but also kind of just a a impulse come up and you actually back off a little bit and then walk out and say, I'm a friend of, of Jason, because you recognize the people, you recognize Rusty right. and Byron, the faces that you know. So you basically like come up out of there, and they're asking questions about the other Earth. So you think it must be really, truly Jason's dad. Um, and Alicia's not giving them anything. She's just, you know. Um, well, and I find uh, I find it interesting that I mean, so this has been here, so they've chosen not to respond to it. It it wasn't set Would up. Be my- it wasn't set up to be a response thing. I mean, there was a response signal that they sent, but there were, the way the beacon was originally set up is we're, we're sending this out to give you enough time to rendezvous with us. Um, and I don't know. And, so they may have rendezvoused in advance to see if anything interesting happened beforehand. And or, hey, look, Alicia. Or they were fiddling with Probably it. Or, that doesn't sound – yeah, I mean, or Alicia did something to indicate that we were here or well, I don't had, know. She had close to a solid hour here by herself before you got here. Not quite an hour, but a fair you know, half an hour to 40 minutes at least. Um, which is still not nearly far enough away from Washington – and not nearly close enough to Washington to see for them to have gotten here um, – Maybe. Um, in in season one, episode ten, it showed that the dragonfly was able to fly at Mach one point three. But in the... <laughs> so... wasn't that one of my questions? Yeah, it was. It was really good. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the somehow, yeah, they they either knew to come here, or they were already on the way here, or they've been they maybe they've been spying on the place. There's more than just uh, Rusty and the dad here, anyway. Um, but in any case, they were ready to come here. They don't have – they didn't have – the radio doesn't transmit back over to the other side. So they didn't have a way of replying per se except waiting for something to come through um, and, and sort of watching it. So it's possible they just had a watch on the place. Um, but for the sake of simplicity, you on an urge came forward and there were a lot of questions, a lot of guns that you didn't really care that much about pointed your way. Um, and they kind of brought you both back to – talk to but you were immediately separated and taken to a questioning place but after not very long um byron and or actually rusty weirdly um was just like 
you know, just come and, and lets you out of that area and brings you up to the, um, you know, guest of honor kind of kind of thing um, for whatever reason. Aside, aside from the rather, you know, actually, just for a little bit of fun, we'll say that one of the things was like, you know, they, they had left you alone in the room for a while and you just popped your head out of the secure room. It was like, is this did, did is this going to be much longer? And, you know, demonstrate you could basically walk through and out whenever you wanted to. And at that point in time, they were like just kind of looking at each other going, well, I guess we just let her go up because we can't hold her anywhere because she's. A ghost. Empty, you know, frustrated gesture, your general direction. Um, in the absence of any any ability to be impolite, they've decided to be polite. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer and in, and in nicer quarters. Yeah, apparently. Um, so that's it. And Jason, that's where you find out. That's about when you find out that Alicia was actually the precipitating, precipitating event that brought Charlotte over in the first place. Um, Alicia's here? She's under watch, says Rusty. And you're watching her waiting for... Some explanation as to why she's wearing my tech, says your dad. Um, Because I gave it to her. <sighs> he keeps trying to say stuff and then not saying it and then like doing this sort of frustrated exhale slash smile thing. Yeah, I know, Dad. You, you you fucked up my brain so that I I would not be like you know all language you know, all into. <laughs> I raised an eyebrow at that since. <laughs> I love that Charlotte raises an eyebrow. Like, Have you met this kid? <laughs> no, actually, it was more raising it at the dad who just said the same thing. No, no, that was you, not the dad. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, that was that was that was me that said. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I kind of translated. I... It does cut off Jason in mid-diatribe. Yeah, um, um, yeah, no, Byron Quill would be terribly disappointed with my dialogue. No doubt about that. Uh, with my personal dialogue. Um, you interfered with my memories. He does manage and... to look somewhat abashed at that. That's fair. So and Rusty's given him since a bit she of a was, Since she was trying to get here potentially to rescue her father who was last seen working side by side with you. <laughs> yeah. I felt it appropriate to assist her even as we were trying to get over here to assist you who was last seen working side by side with Dr. Chin. Well, that didn't last very long. It uh, it's actually not fair. It lasted a fair while but it's uh it's not the case now we are not no longer working together we did not in the long term see eye to eye on enough things so i've got a ton of questions i'd love to ask you dad but i guess the main one is are you looking for a way back home or we and they both kind of look at each other as though that were like the one question that they were expecting and dreading at the same time. We can't go back. Son. We and that's the same reason that I haven't given you a proper any kind of gestures with his arms. Was your dad a big hugger? Oh, God, no. Yeah. Um, Rusty manly clap on the shoulder kind of a thing. So even the gesture looks a little bit awkward. <laughs> like he wouldn't, really, even if he could hug, he really wouldn't have known how to do it particularly well. But um, we can't actually. We're not 
entirely sure what the consequences would be of coming in contact with someone charged with the in any degree with the energy from our home dimension but it would probably be at least locally catastrophic and returning like what between between like you and me right now yes imagine a static shock that would vaporize this building he says kind of rubbing his forehead it would be bad uh and we're but you trans you transferred over here i mean you transferred over here we've transferred over here is there is there some fundamental difference in how that was happened that that led to some lack of of conversion of basic uh quantum particles that would blah 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 blah, blah. yeah exactly um yeah actually well i'm sure you're not familiar necessarily with all of the details about what originally happened but we were working to i've 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 seen a video from aegis i've talked with amir and they just stop you what i've seen a video from aegis that was taken uh no 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 you oh the other part yes i had a chat with amir question mark <laughs> someone someone who someone who looks like amir is living down at palm key um and as far as i knew because of son mind brain he starts to say the bad word and then shenanigans um <laughs> from the hhl and hecate <laughs> Um, now they just now Rusty and they both when you mention her just blanch like oh crap how far down does how far down the rabbit hole is this gonna go like not like oh he's discovered something but like what what um, so so short story um, so, the, so like my whole conversation about you know the cloaking of Iceland and and all of that didn't register um, but they didn't think it was gonna be personal to right. jason yes that part um they, there was also a look there with the hecate thing but when they said that like it'd been messed with son your your brother died <sighs> and i'm sorry to have to tell you it tell you this way but he died during that whole fiasco of a he was he was working on this side here actually nearly here but there was there were scavengers there there were maybe it was part of the family or, or some group that was working with them we don't know but he he died defending the 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 arc circuit that it, you talked to him so so jason jason closed his eyes and and mm. sort of took to, you know let out a long breath as soon as byron said that that his brother had died Right, and I suspect I suspect Numina did the you know did the kind of hand to the hand to the shoulder, hand to the sure. side of the arm kind sure, of sure, thing. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, and some, and some, someone... and some part of you suspected. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's that, that that was that was certainly one of the one of the various possibilities that sort of popped up. Um, Without kind of the emotional implication that that Amir had died, but that this wasn't the real Amir. Right. Um, but hearing that that the actual Amir had Amir died and died some time ago still has an impact. Um, oh, absolutely. I have no, I have yeah, no doubt of that. Um, which low? I which, talked with. And you can actually watch the potential 
explanations for a mirror in Florida dwindle down to a couple of like right. three to four. Right. Yeah. The, the little possibility clouds are collapsing. The, right. the, the, the option branches are, are getting yeah. checked off. He was um, still a victim. He's something. He's the alternate Amir. He was the one that was casting the stay away from me spell in the first place. Um, he's yeah. working with Hecate. He was hanging some sort of effect off of the veil, you know, just as a uh, remora for the shark that was the original spell or something like that, just to keep people off, you know, keep allay suspicions and keep people away from him. He was a victim as much as you were. Who, who the hell? Um, but anyway, you were saying. Oh, just, I was going to say, I talked with an Amir. I don't know if he's the Amir from this world or he something. He but... would have had to have been the one from this world and probably swapped when we swapped, which would mean that he's... <sighs> when that happened, when all of that happened, we, and, and because of our proximity to the effect, were essentially the ground points for a tremendous amount of energy potential from this side that was grounded out and from that side that was grounded out uh uh far more when you move over you're essentially just moving yourself there may be minimal damage i mean given the signals that we have from when you just came through uh the 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 impact is relatively relative is is basically non-existent and as he yeah, says I that i figured i figured that out dad yeah uh and when he says that you think non-existent but at the same time you're seeing you're seeing in your mind's eye a little alicia like rezzing out and that sick sense in your head um so not non-existent but dimensionally speaking sure um when we were doing it we were absorbing the energy of a landmass the size of the you know dinosaur killing meteor uh which actually he might say something else but my because my his science is probably better than mine but i think that's roughly analogous maybe sure um that it's it's not anything noticeable we don't glow in the dark or anything like that but i have if we were to contact directly individuals from that side i think the result whether or not it actually damaged us would be bad for the surrounding area and I suspect that if that energy were returned directly to the other dimension, it might restart the chain reaction that we prevented, which, as you imagine, would probably be considerably more damaging. I don't know for sure, but I am quite certain of my theory, and it is not something that we can really test. Huh. Yes. I'm 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 sorry, even as I say it, that I'm that saying I'm sorry is so incredibly insufficient to everything that's happened. I'm sorry that you had to find out about all of this this way. Yeah. Um, there's probably <laughs> other ways I could have found out that would have been no less tragic, but um, a lot more, um, I don't know, kind of something I could easily deal with. Um, so, hey, um, but I appreciate your, your candor and I understand the situation and and even maybe some of the physics behind it. Um, so where's Achilles' chin right now? We think with Hecate. I'm sorry, and, what the fuck? <laughs> and with that, with that, that's where we're probably going to have to stop. <laughs> now, Numina was facing 
kind of to the side a little bit, but Charlotte, I, I, I will I will give this little gift to you. She absolutely mouthed exactly the same thing. What the fuck? <laughs> because let's not forget that for all that she is definitely her own person, there's a she's lot still, of she's still Leo. There's a lot of shared psychic DNA there that makes like that it's like somebody needs to be slapped upside the back of the head for this. 